Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to Up Level Together podcast, place to up level in every aspect of your life, from personal development to mindset and spirituality to business tips and relationships building. We bring you best interviews, tools, and inspiration where one episode can change your whole life. Here's your host, Jasna Borza. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome to yet another episode of Up Level Together podcast. Um, just so grateful for every single one of you being here and for all the feedback that I'm getting from you and just this opportunity to share and to connect. I mean, think about it. People from all over the world can get connected on common subject, on an idea, and as we together learn, we grow, and if one of us up-levels, we all up-level, and which is why the Up-Level Together podcast is a place where when we up-level in one area of our lives, life, it gets really um, kind of spilled into all other areas, and we bless others with that uh, possibility and hope um, and joy. So tremendously grateful for every single one of you listening. And today, I think you're in for another treat because I love talking to interesting people who really go against the grain in the society often, and they have immense breakthrough, but then they use the lessons and the gifts to bless others. And one of those people is Carrie Drinkwine. And I met um, Carrie, uh, goodness, about ten years ago. Um, you will, you will hear the, hear the story. She's just one of those people that you meet and you simply fall in love. Um, we met briefly when we both both taught yoga. God, that seems like eons ago, but we never fully connected. And a decade after, we're both different, and just felt like we are meeting all over again. And and what a joy! A uh, huge thank you to my husband for saying, you should go see Carrie. <laughs> uh, Carrie is a healer, a nutritionist, certified clinical iridologist, a regenerative detox specialist, educator, abdominal therapist, yoga instructor, and much, much, much more. But at the core, she helps others heal. And she does that well because she had to do the same for herself after struggling with Hashimoto's and lupus and infertility. So we talk about that process, what she notices in the world today, and also the message for all of us so that we can heal. As you know, I've been on this kick of healing because I'm always learning the new level, new devil. I have other things, physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional that I have to correct to become a better human so that I can fulfill my life's purpose, so I can be more in alignment with who I am and genuinely live a happier and healthier life because I think that that's ultimately the purpose is to get to know ourselves, to heal on our levels and be fully 100% ourselves, happy and healthy. So grab something yummy, relax and be ready to be inspired. Um, and I'm just so excited about sharing Carrie with all of you. Oh my goodness, look who I have here. It's um, Carrie Drinkwine, the founder of Wise Wellness. And um, you're, we just, they just heard like a sea of things that you do and what an incredible uh, source of inspiration and service you are in the community. I am so excited we're sitting here and talking. Me too. It's like... <laughs> 
it's surreal when we connect in this way and I just think it's beautiful. It really is. Oh my goodness. So we, uh, uh, full disclosure, uh, we just met, uh, what, what was two weeks ago? My husband introduced us. We had a conversation last week and I was telling husband, I'm like, why did you not introduce me to her before? I just don't understand. I love her. Why was it so hard? And simply because I've, um, you know, this podcast is, is becoming such a beautiful platform for inspiration and up-leveling together in any um, form and, and uh, way in one's life. And today, the kind of work that you do is so needed and so helpful. And your view on life, you're just a radiant, wonderful being. So I'm just grateful, grateful <laughs> that you're here. That's quite the intro. It's, but it's all <laughs> true. And you know that I don't, I'm saying it right now, but I've told you that before when we connected last time. So I really would love to hear more about, we're going to get into the state of the world and why people come to see you and how you can help them. But tell me about um, currently your work. How did you find your way into healing on all levels in adult services that you offer? Thanks so much. Um, yeah, it's been quite a journey. So I have always been interested interested in health. And since I was a young girl, I was really fascinated with, you know, a lot of physiological differences that I had in my body from other girls. You know, I grew up on a lot of antibiotics and medications and had some health issues and always noticed that I had a distended belly and didn't understand why I was different than the other girls, which actually end up, ended up developing into like a lot of disordered eating. And Fast forward into my adulthood, and when I was 30 years old, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto, lupus, and fibromyalgia, and then chronic adrenal fatigue comes along with that, um, and so they said I had unexplained infertility, and so I was 30 years old, and- Oh my um, goodness, and that is, that, that's, that's a lot to hear at 30, at any point of time, but that's, that's a lot. It was so much and it was, I had known something was wrong for several years. You know, I wasn't feeling right in my body, but I copped it up to being a young mom and being under stress and I had just gotten a divorce. And so there was many things going on in my life where I was like, okay, well, this is, you know, I think what we oftentimes think that things that are common um, are normal mm. and they're not. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what's common is not normal. And so when I was diagnosed with that, it sent me down this rabbit hole because my undergrad was in dietetics and nutrition science and my master's was in holistic nutrition. And I was like, if I have all this knowledge and I'm sick, who else is sick and who am I making sick? And this was my career. So it really was a very humbling moment for me to have to shut everything down that I was doing and really go inside and search for answers. So I was given a bunch of pharmaceuticals. I was told that this is how it is forever. Um, and I, I remember saying to my doctor, well, how does this happen? Like, what do you, what do you mean I have a permanent autoimmune disease or two of them? Like, how does this happen? And she said, well, we don't know. It just does, but here's your, here's your drugs. Oh, have a great day. For the rest of your life. And it was like so cold and I was just remember sitting there like crying and I was saying to her, aren't there any other ways, you know, what about naturopathy or, and she actually laughed and said, yeah, there's no science behind that. Good luck. Um, <laughs> and I left there enraged in the best way. You know, it mm -hmm. was like this 
no, I am going to heal this and I am going to fix this in my body. And so I fumbled a lot, you know, I, I was, I saw endocrinologists, I saw rheumatologists, I saw hormone specialists, I went to naturopaths, I mud packed in the mountains of Topanga Canyon, <laughs> like I did all these all the things, things to try to get better. I did spiritual healing, I did Reiki energy, and I, I was moving the needle, mm -hmm. but not enough. Mm -hmm. And so that fast forwarded into me meeting a regenerative detox specialist that was super brave and kind, actually at Core Power Yoga where I taught. And, um, I had this huge flare in my body where I couldn't, you couldn't touch my skin. It was, I was so red and patchy and in a lot of pain. And I canceled my massage that day and I, something in my spirit told me to call back and go to that massage. And so I called back. I said, okay, I'm sorry. I canceled. I'm coming. And I showed up and I said, I don't even know I'm here. You can't actually touch my body because my skin hurts and I have lupus and she said oh I know why you're here we're just going to drain lymph to the kidneys and you know lupus is xyz and she started explaining everything that was going on in my body and I was like who are you I thought you were my massage therapist wow and she is was my glimmer of light and literally the reason I stand here today and why thousands of people have been helped from that day forward because I was in between desperate and skeptical and I decided just okay what do I have to lose you know, I have three kids at that time. My husband barely had a wife. I couldn't really get out of bed very much. My heels hurt to walk. I was dealing with chronic, chronic health issues. And so I took a leap of faith and started working with her. And best decision I ever made. Oh, so. my goodness. Isn't it interesting how those... Well, first, I hear you. You made an intention to, to heal yourself. And, and you were really, you were searching. But sometimes a moment can be so decisive. Sometimes mm -hmm. a conversation, any insight can change everything. Mm -hmm. Just absolutely, absolutely everything. I really feel like when everything in life is comes from that decision point. Like I like to call it like a departure point. Mm. Like there's a moment in which you have decided that this is changing for me. And, you know, there is a universal energy, whether you call it God or you call it the universe or whatever it is for you. You've decided and made it a clear, like, this is happening for me. And then the universe or God likes to say, okay, and we're going to line it up for you. So I really feel like you're always provided for and taken care of in that way. And so that was my moment. I worked with her. I healed my body. And then I was like, why do people not know this? What? Like, why do people not know this? It's so simple. It was frustratingly simple to heal my body. It wasn't easy. It took diligent effort and consistency, and I had to transform my lifestyle and what I was consuming and the way I was thinking and the way I was talking, but it was simple. You know, it was a very simple process. And so I set forth after that to learn everything I could about regenerative detoxification, and I became a certified regenerative detox specialist. I became a certified clinical iridologist, which is the study of the iris and how the eyes tell you what's happening in the human body. Um, and then from there, I took oodles of courses with um, cell core biosciences and learning through how to help the body regenerate from Lyme and mold exposure and autoimmunity and um, gut health and soil health. And so I just have like a huge compilation of education and certifications that really all arose from me having to go through my own healing journey and my husband and I, my new husband and at that time were attempting to conceive and we had had five miscarriages. So I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, I know, you know that, you know, how deep that goes. And 
I had lost um, twins with, you know, many years ago with my first husband. And uh, it was something you just, you just never, it never really yeah. goes away. Mm-hmm. And then I, we just kept having miscarriage after miscarriage. And so it, I could feel this like numbing inside of me, like where I would see the pregnancy on, on test positive And I would just say, well, don't get too excited because we oh, know how this ends. Right. Yeah, you know, and that was like this. It's unacceptable. Mm-hmm. And so when I really healed my body and I got my blood work back, saying like, "You're autoimmune free," it was like our green light to to start trying to get pregnant. And the blessing behind that was I now knew, without a doubt, that I wasn't passing my weaknesses on to my children. And that is a level of like conscious conception. That, that is because it, it simply matters. We forget how much it matters, right? The the yes. healthy body, the the cells, your cells health. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. that's absolutely incredible. Okay. Yeah, I just have a big passion for like really teaching people that like suffering is optional on all levels, physical, emotional, spiritual, mental. It's mm-hmm. always optional. And it, it most often doesn't feel optional mm-hmm. because things are always happening to us or at us. And I think when we can really understand, you know, the regeneration and the possibilities of regenerative health on all levels, like you can free your body and your mind. So I love that. I want to get into that because people are dying to hear how. <laughs> I mean, I'm just thinking about think about so many people with lupus and Hashimoto's and other autoimmune diseases, whatever they are, and there's many, unfortunately, that are forever, for the rest of their life, having to suffer with worsening conditions because we know the medicine really just numbs the symptoms uh, Mm -hmm. temporarily. To be able to have a solution and you exist, they can come and see you. I'm I'm just so excited. And I I know that there are people who are listening and be like, oh my God, when can I see her? What can I do? Which is brilliant. But why do you think there, there is an onset of so much autoimmunity. It seems like there's an increase in autoimmunity. I'm, I'm curious as to what your take is on that. And then is it at all connected to, you know, the mental uh, conversations that we're having inside our head? I think yes and yes. <laughs> so it's both of the things. So they're in a, in a very like what's going on in our earth, what's going on in our environment is real. And so we've seen a huge uptick in autoimmunity and cancer since 1980. So in 1980, we had about one in 6,000 children with autism, and now it's one in 22 boys and one in 36 children overall. And the trajectory that we're on in the next five years, it's going to be at one in four, and we don't even have the infrastructure to support that. Like the medical industry will crumble as we know it. Oh my goodness. So it's a big issue. So we've seen that. We've seen now one in two people have cancer or will be diagnosed with cancer in their lifetime at the at the speed that we're moving. Um, 80% of all humans have some sort of gastrointestinal or digestive disorder, like mm-hmm. reported, medically reported, IBS, IBD, colitis, Crohn's, you name it, some sort of severe allergy, celiac disease, leaky gut. Um, so 80, 80%, that's catastrophic. Um, and so what happened? So this got me really researching, okay, what happened? You know, we've been existing for so long. What shifted? Well, a lot of things shifted. We, you know, we're modernized in our culture. We have a chemical industry that's pretty large. And 
our soil is just not what it used to be. So we started spraying glyphosate in the 80s, early 80s. It's what, you know, the roundup on your lawns was probably the first place you ever saw it. Um, and it was running into our water streams and coming out your sink. And, and this was actually, you know, we won't go there. It's like one of the bigger DDT exposures um, that happened right around polio times as well. So if you really follow the chemical industry, we've seen a huge uptick in glyphosate. And glyphosate is a neurotoxic carcinogenic chemical that is illegal in over 30 countries around the world. But not here. It's everywhere. I read from some of your posts that it's such, such a problem in our country. Mm -hmm. It's it's frightening and it's heartbreaking to see that, you know, I feel like in general people try to do well for their health. But what we don't know, we don't know. And so why I share this knowledge is when we know better, we do better. Yes. And so it's just having to share this, like, I thought I was eating well when I was sick. I was doing yoga. I was meditating. I was exercising. I was eating plants. Um, but I was not eating 100% organic. And I didn't know that you had to be eating 100% organic. I knew organic was better, mm -hmm. but I had no idea that the consumption of glyphosate was contributing to so much dis-ease in, in the human species. So when I say dis-ease, I literally say that. It sounds crazy, but I say that because disease really isn't real. It doesn't exist in anything other than humans and, and house animals. So, oh my goodness, say that again. So disease or dis-ease doesn't exist in any species other than humans and house animals. So what does that tell you? It's our food. It's what we're eating. We're, and so there's all these things out there. This diet, that diet, eat right for your blood type. And I say eat right for your species. Oh, <laughs> elaborate, please. <laughs> So we, we are a primate species. That's our scientific species type. So if you actually look, and we can do this sometime at the clinic, but um, if you actually look at a species chart, like a carnivore has claws and fangs, and they have high levels of acidic saliva. We don't have claws or fangs, and we have alkaline saliva. We have super short colons, like four to six, or excuse me, we have they have super short colons, like four to six feet. Ours are 36 to 40 feet. Mm. Um, it's just so many things. We, they don't metabolize metabolize um, plant fiber. We do. And so there's just like one thing after another after another. Like at, literally everything the human species is is the opposite of a carnivore. Like the, the polar opposite, which is really interesting when we talk about ketosis. And, and there is science behind ketosis. And we can get into that on a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, my, I have a call on Wednesday that's about that. Um but yeah, so there's a lot of science behind, yes, ketosis is good for the body in certain states, but how do we invoke that without creating an acidic environment? Right, so, right, right, right. So basically, overall, a primate means we're an alkaline species, and we are meant to eat from the land. And what grows on trees and what grows in plants is really how we feed our cells. So all 100 trillion of your cells need what's called ATP. Adenosine mm -hmm. triphosphate. Mm -hmm. and ATP in, our, in our mitochondria, right? Yes. I know a little yes, bit. <laughs> Which it's, is energy, right? It gives us energy. It's literally your life force. Mm. All 100 trillion of your cells need ATP to function. Mm. Like that's that's how they live. That's how they have energy. So when you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I can't think. I'm yawning all the time. You have very low ATP inside your cells. 
And so ATP is very easily achieved by either a glucose molecule or a fructose molecule attaching to a piece of oxygen. So a fruit or a vegetable plus oxygen equals cellular ATP. And that cell comes alive and has plenty of energy, plenty of hydration and water. And when we have low ATP, that cell will start to shrivel up and become weakened and start to metastasize. Like you'll see cells clump together um, and that's, you know, cancer and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, all the things. This is really fascinating. And I think sometimes it's like way over people's heads because when people are sick, they just want to feel better. Yes. And they don't understand and they haven't done the research. And I very often find and have found that people who have gone through something are sometimes the most fabulous healers because they can really, they understand and have empathy for the process, mm -hmm. but they have without any reservation certainty that it will work because it's so beautiful and that's what i'm hearing from from you so when someone comes to see you and they're struggling with with autoimmune or leaky gut or you know any of the things that you mentioned how do you approach it like what is the some of the first things you do i know you do iridology which i would love for you to explain and i mean you do a variety of of amazing services to support the whole system yeah but I would love for you um, to walk us through that process so they can really know what, what, what goes into it. Yeah, so I do iridology, which is the study of the iris. So your eyes are connected to 28,000 nerve endings inside your body, and it shows a map to your full gland and organ system. And so it's kind of like if you think of like acupuncture or acupressure, it's the same. It's the, the human body is incredible. You can look at an iris and say like, Oh my gosh, that woman has a struggling thyroid and we need, you know, we can help her. And and that's really the power that works. So I love looking at the eye first before anything. I don't like to look at their paperwork or their, you know, any of their health questionnaire. The eye is really the window into the body. So I can see everything from an acute state to a subacute to chronic to degenerative to more genetic markers. And just to put a little note, I would say genetics loads the gun and lifestyle pulls the trigger. Okay. So say say that again. <laughs> Genetics loads the gun and lifestyle pulls the trigger. Love that. Love so that. We can get so hung up on our genetics. Oh, it's genetic. It's genetic. It's genetic. My entire family is on medications. Mm. Every single one of them, multiple pharmaceuticals, all have thyroid issues, anxiety, depression, obesity, and I don't. Mm -hmm. And because I live differently than them. Yes, so and epigenetically, you have changed your I, and the lives of your children. Exactly. And that's, I love epigenetics, so that's a whole other talk. Um, but that's how I work. I, I really look at the iris first. And then there is a very detailed health questionnaire that we go through the full gland and organ system. You know, things that you think might be just common little things. You're like, oh, that's my liver. Mm. I never would have known that. So we do a very thorough overview of the whole body, um, symptomology-wise, iridology-wise, and then obviously looking at the blood pressure on both sides of the body. You have two kidneys and two adrenals. They function mm -hmm. differently. Um, we actually look at the urine, how the kidneys are filtering. There's many pieces to it. So that's that's the physical piece. We do a physical full, like a full consultation is what it's called, with an iridology analysis, and then we come up with a healing protocol for that person. And to loop back around to your last question is how much is emotional and a lot. Um, so we can be exposed to lots of, you know, carcinogenic toxins and things that deplete our guts and all those things that I was talking about. But also there is always an energetic piece to healing 
like for example when I got really sick yes I grew up on a lot of toxic foods and a lot of medications but I had also been in a really toxic marriage for 10 years Mm. and you know had a lot of loss and a lot of grief and a lot of suffering and got divorced and it was right after that divorce that my body started to shut down and so like the energy of the kidneys is guilt and grief you know, and you know, the, the, the belly holds so much. Like when I, when you have digestive issues or constipation, it's what are you not letting go of? You know, what are you not willing to move forward from? So there is always an emotional component to healing. So when I do, yes, I talk a lot about the science and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, the species type and the iridology, but then we have to go deeper and next layer and really look at like, what else is happening in here? You know, what else could be brought to the surface to free these organs or these glands? And, you know, some of the, just some of the few works that I've studied is like Louise Hay, Heal Your Body. Yes. Um, yeah, Dr. Peter Levine, Healing Trauma is a great book. And also The Body Keeps the Score. Oh my goodness. You know, that book, after I went through a PTSD episode, I inhaled that book because it was something that reemerged 30 years later. And like, wait a minute. Why now, right? But it, it's it, all of these things are scored or uh, stored rather in our in our um, systems. Um, have you read the um, feelings buried alive never die? No. It's okay, a, that's <laughs> it's a really really interesting interesting book. So we could go on and on, um, but it's uh, I love what you said earlier when you said you know healing is very simple. It wasn't easy. Mm-hmm. but it was very simple and I think prescriptions are often very very simple if people heed the call and they actually listen to you so um, do people listen to you do they actually yes. do the work <laughs> they, they do they do the work and I mean it's been a learning curve really to how to support people where they're at and to create doors that open where they can start to peel the layers back in a manageable way so you know there's the gas pedal and then there's the slow the slow way and so i like to meet people where they're at to just kind of open that door and help the, introduce regeneration to them and they really can evolve and decide but yes we have a very high success rate at the clinic and i've never done a single bit of advertising ever and we see 40 to 50 people a week and I can't keep up anymore, so I'm training more practitioners to help me keep up. So that's a testament, I think, to the power. Um, well, intention, your intention as a healer, the integrity of your work, you and I have talked briefly, and there's just, uh, I think people, if, if you can, if you cannot feel your energy, you have to really, you know, tap into, there's, there's an incredible love that comes when you talk about this. There's passion, mm-hmm. there's determination you really deeply care and that is why when I was telling my husband you know after I'd uh, uh, spoken to you it's very it's rare I feel so many practitioners today are in the business for being practitioners you are passionately and fiercely obsessed with actually helping others heal themselves Mm-hmm. which is just really really brilliant so how do you deal when you tell me you healed me you changed my life what, what is your normal I'm curious how do you respond to that I didn't heal anything <laughs> that you are the healer I am just a facilitator I'm just delivering the message so tell me about one's um, power to heal oneself the power to heal oneself literally, I think, always comes from that place of decision and that place of self-love. 
and that place of just trusting your own inner wisdom to be your guide. So, I mean, you, I think so many people are like, I'm a healer. I've never called myself a healer ever because I mean, sure. I've healed my own body, but I have, you can't heal anyone else. You can't make anyone do anything. You can just deliver the message. And so it really does come from a space of, of wanting it and choosing to change and choosing to be an advocate for your own health. I don't know if I answered your question properly. No, you you totally did because I think that that's, um, we delegate sometimes our power to physicians. We delegate Mm -hmm. our power to, you know, just prescribe, just fix me, do whatever it is you need to, you need to do. Um, and very often when I see people, it's like, you know, this is just the beginning. This is your spiritual playground. This is a, an opportunity to recontextualize everything in your life and heal yourself through the work. But the work takes work, right? Yes. It always does. So and- much work. And that's like what, what regenerative health is, is like getting to the root. So a little really easy example is I have high blood pressure. I don't, but I have high blood pressure. You go to the doctor, they put you on a statin right? To lower your blood pressure. Well, the root cause of your high blood pressure is kidney inflammation. And what is causing kidney inflammation? How much protein are you eating? How many acids are you eating? How much coffee do you drink? How much alcohol do you drink? So these things that are causing inflammation, like, you know, your body is trillions of cells and two fluids. You have a blood system and a lymph system and the blood feeds the glands and the organs and the lymph cleans the glands and the organs. Mm. So every single thing you eat, drink, breathe, put on your skin and think, contributes to acidosis in the body and when you're on the acid side of the fence the kidneys are on overload and they cannot keep up hence they get inflamed they get tired they it's hypertension so getting to the root cause would actually be healing the kidney not giving you a statin or can we just pause for a second because that is right here the thing that that is so difficult to comprehend mm-hmm. we're putting band-aids by giving prescribing statin when your your kidneys oh i'm like literally at the, <laughs> the the bottles are falling on the table when when the root cause is completely somewhere else so we're really mm-hmm. never get never extinguishing the fire that's Ever. burning right it's just going to go somewhere else mm-hmm. And this is a something I'm so fiercely passionate about because people are like, oh, you're not a doctor. Thank goodness. <laughs> That's my response every time. Thank goodness I'm not. And it's nothing against allopathic medicine. There's a time and a place for it. Yeah. And there is a beautiful service of surgeons and there's acute medicine care that has saved thousands and millions of lives, you know. And so I'm not anti-Western, I'm pro-preventative care and understanding how to take hold of your own health. But in the medical industry, we are never taught how to solve our problems. We're taught how to take a drug for our problem. Yeah. So it's not like, oh, you have hypertension, you should exercise and eat more fruits and vegetables and decrease your proteins. And, you know, that doesn't happen. We aren't teaching people how to get well. We're teaching people how to medicate. And it disempowers us. It disempowers us and it, and it creates this victimhood. And that is what I'm seeing as a collective is that, you know, in the current state of the world, if we, if we go there, we won't go too deep, but in the current state of the world, the fear and feeling like victim to our circumstances is I think one of the collective energies. And I think that has happened over time because we aren't being taught that we actually have power over our health. We're being taught that it's genetic. It is what it is. This is the only answer. Take a pill. Take this pill. Take that pill. We aren't taught that 
what we put in our body matters, the thoughts we think matter, how much we move matters, how well we sleep matters, how much time we spend in, in front of electronics matters. And so it disempowers us and it also takes away personal responsibility. Yes. And what I know from talking, how brilliant you said, from talking to beautiful experts and people in the last few months, I, I, I they describe this medicine of today as a water hose at an ant, right? Mm. It's like, it's yes, it may be sufficient, but it's such a great amount, so powerful that it does more harm often mm-hmm. to our bodies. Like antibiotics can completely wipe out the, the gut flora. And um, the, the, we don't have the patience. We want the fix right here, right mm-hmm. now. And that is, I think, the lesson that we can change we can do something about it but it takes work but it takes personal responsibility and um i think people have to find motivation for that mm-hmm. because i think um even when again i'm not an expert you probably know this more than i do but even when treated any kind of autoimmunity or a chronic um illness over years it just deteriorates am i right yes it will continue you know autoimmune no matter what your autoimmune is called it's all coming from one system and it's coming from your lymphatic system which is your immune system so your body never self-attacks the idea of autoimmune is that your system is attacking itself that's not actually the case (laughs) so autoimmunity comes from severe stagnation in the lymphatic system where the mucus is literally building inside the glands and the organs and we start to produce antibodies when you have autoimmunity and so the body is trying to self-correct that is literally part of the antibodies rising so we'll start overproducing thyroid or underproducing and all these different things happen and go haywire in the body that's a really vague way to put it because autoimmunity is such a huge talk Mm -hmm. but it will continue to develop and get worse. And the more medications you put in your body, the more backed up your lymphatic system gets. So you're not fixing the root cause of opening the kidneys, getting the kidneys to filter properly, getting the lymphatic system to drain, getting the pathogenic bacteria that's overbuilt in the system out. And so, like you mentioned, Yasna, that the antibiotics can wipe out your whole gut biome. I just wanna paint a small picture of, your body is about around 100 trillion cells and we are, Times more bacteria than we are cells oh. so <laughs> we're more bacteria than human and that's really crazy to think about so it's so important that we are being exposed to bacteria that we are it's push-ups for our immune system and like I mentioned back with glyphosate that exposure of glyphosate it's literally patented as an oral antibiotic so every time we are eating our food we are wiping out our gut flora which are our best friends Mm-hmm. when they're in balanced yeah. state i mean every bacteria serves a role mm-hmm. so that's a whole nother talk but you can either ha- feed the fiber eating bacteria that build t-cells and, and prevent autoimmune disease and mm-hmm. and clean up macrophage cells which are damaged cells or you can eat the foods that feed candida bacteria and create methylated gases and ammonia buildup inside the system <sighs> So I feel like I'm, I, I'm, I hope you're not going to take this negative, but I feel like I'm listening to the best developed encyclopedia and, and, and half Oprah inspiration, because you're just like, you're like the, the amount of gold coming out of your mouth and the passion for it is just, it's really brilliant. Um, so how do you, I, I love this and I really love it, but I'm, I'm always putting myself in a situation of someone who is listening and who will be like, what? ATP? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know any of that. Yeah. 
if they are listening this and they're not in, you know, well, one, they can work with you online, mm -hmm. correct? Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's perfect. Just so you know, we're going to talk about that um, in just a little bit of how to, how to contact Carrie. But what are some of the things that they can do on their own? Just three or four things. They'd be like, here's what I recommend for everyone who is suffering with any kind of dis-ease in, in, in their body. Yeah. Super simply put, eat plants. <laughs> eat more plants. Eat colors. So I always say, if you want to feel alive, eat live foods. Mm. It's really that simple. And so eat the colors, eat organic. If it's, if it's possible for you, please do it. I know there's like a lot of, you know, there's not always a lot of organic everywhere, but there's a lot of solutions to finding those organic sources. Mm -hmm. If it's in a shell, you don't have to worry about it. Okay. Like if it's in a thick shell, you're not worried about glyphosate exposure. But if you're eating the skin, eat organic, eat organic plants. If you could change one thing about your life, I say breakfast should be fruit every day. Oh my goodness. Fruit and fruit only. Really? Mm -hmm. And most people say like fruit is sugar, fruit is sugar. Like I just encourage you to think about that for a quick moment. It's grown on the trees. It's supported human life for millions and millions of years. Mm -hmm. And fructose is life source. It's literally, if you think about, if you were in survivor, let's mm -hmm. say you're in survivor and you saw a mango tree or you saw an animal, mm -hmm. which one makes your mouth water? The mango, mm. right? You would grab that mango. You wouldn't chase down that animal. Mm -hmm. So our inherent primate species really survives and thrives off of fructose energy. And so there are rules to fruit, so I won't get complicated there. But fruits and fruits only till noon, as many as you want. Don't count calories. Just have a fruit breakfast. Hydrate your body. Cleanse your body. And I work with diabetics that heal diabetes on, on fruit diets. So... Um, don't worry about that. We can do a whole other episode on that. But I would say increase your fruits and your veggies. Eat organic as much as possible. Meditate. Aha! There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so we know the, the, the food. Why do you say meditate? It is literally the only thing that you can bring your nervous system to silence. Mm. And we are in a world that is so fast moving. That is, you know, everything is coming at us all the time mm -hmm. you know media our boss our kids our this our texts our cell phones it's everything. a lot it's a lot mm -hmm. so we wonder why we're exhausted well we were never meant to live along among this many chemicals and this much stimulation and so when we can take that time to silence and to like move within ourselves and quiet the mind it is such an amazing reset for your nervous system and your nervous system is well, it's your brain, mm -hmm. it's your mind, it's your thoughts, it's everything. So if you think of like you go to run a marathon, you never get to stop running. Mm -hmm. How do you think that's going to turn out for your body? It's right. a complete mental breakdown. Right, right, right. So meditation, I think the most successful people in the world meditate and, and getting quiet and getting in contact with who you are at your core is what comes in when you're in the silence. And I think so much of, of what we do is um, – like it's related to the pineal gland, which is like this external, we always are looking for an external stimulation mm -hmm. instead of really seeing that like we hold everything within us and the world around us is a direct reflection of how we feel about ourselves, the thoughts that we have imprinted inside, the beliefs that we have imprinted inside. So through meditation, you can access that peace, that calm, those deeper levels of yourself and really begin to do the real work. 
which is brilliant. Oh my goodness. I mean, I really think you're right. We need to have a subsequent like follow-up conversations because I feel like we could sit down and talk for hours about <laughs> we this. Because yeah. you're such a it's such a wealth of information. What are the three themes that are coming loud and clear in your work right now? In my work, in the sense of what I'm doing right now, I think things are a little different than normal, but is that we all have a choice. We all have a choice in life. And that's like the number one thing that keeps coming through is we have choice every day, whether we think so or not. So we can choose the thoughts that we think. We can choose the way that we live. We can choose whether we go for a walk or not. We can choose the foods that we eat. We can choose to share our voice or not. And there is a lot to that you choose to not show up in that way there's a suppression happening in the body and a suppression to the glands and organs so it's a choice and then use your voice always use your voice use your voice for you know what you're passionate about what is so important to you what is happening in the world and in with love you know so i would say choice and voice and um and love choice and voice and love oh my god i love that this is so there's such great sound bites uh, do you have that on your website somewhere? No, I don't. It's just been coming through a lot lately yeah. right now is that, you know, there's a lot of polarity in the world and no one is ever going to think the same. How boring of a world would we be in if we all thought the same and mm-hmm. all agreed with the same things? So I think that, you know, biodiversity, just like our gut, is so important. <laughs> you know, it's like everything's an ecosystem. We need biodiversity. We need all of the things. We need the pathogenic bacteria and the healthy bacteria to, to strengthen our immune system. So just understanding that there's going to be differences, but that we all can make choices to be all encompassing and to use our voice for good and to use our voice for love. And so love, in my opinion, is where everything dissolves. Ugh. You know, it's like, when you are with somebody that does isn't able to access that place of self-love is when there's a lot of drama and trauma mm. you know and so when yeah i just feel like love love is all love is everything and and everything permeates from that space so even if somebody might be listening to this podcast and say like that girl doesn't know what she's talking about i don't fruit's bad for you or something you know if you can access that this message is delivered with love and with kindness and that really my message is to help the greater good of all people, you can look past the differences in, in beliefs and thoughts. So access oh, your love. We need that. We need that right now. We need it so powerfully. We need it. And I am so grateful that people like to exist because then you get to maintain that vibration of love and serve as an example to others of what what could be because we forget we mm-hmm. forget and we're you know in the big scheme of things with you know studies show that we're sheep we yeah. you know we just instinctively uh, we we like to um, congregate with a group and follow the herd mm-hmm. and not stand out so I really really appreciate that especially right now um, I, I just love that. So you're also, so you have this unbelievable clinic, um, incredibly full, full clinic, full roster of clients. You are a mama of, of, um, four children, five, five. Okay. And two, how are your two youngest are how old? Three and one. I mean, you guys, if you are not, I have two and sometimes I feel I'm an overload. So this is an example of how powerful. Um, your, and I would call it medicine, right? This, this, this system is regenerative health and, and all of your processes. 
but not only that, you're a really successful entrepreneur, mm -hmm. and now you're also training others to become uh, trained in your methods. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we've reached capacity. I've reached my ceiling. I can't see any more people. There's no more hours in the day, and in the day in and day out, although it brings me a lot of joy, I do have a desire to, to be with my children more. And there is just a huge demand for this work. And so I just one day in meditation, actually, the light bulb went off and it was like, duh, train people. So um, I am launching my first training program January 15th yes. to become a regenerative health practitioner. And it's a compilation of like literally all of my years of study, but put into the most potent pieces to understand the human body on the anatomy and physiological level, um, understanding facial recognition, like how to look at someone's face and tell them all about their health, um, which is such a gift. Like so many things in my face have changed since I've done my healing and um, iridology. And then the third section is really based on protocol building and how you would really, um, well, I don't like to say treat, but how you would mm -hmm. create your holistic protocol for mm -hmm. your, your patient or your client, um, and then building the business out. So there's business tools and all sorts of things. So that um, certification is being certified by the IPCA right now. So you'll be certified through the International Practitioner and Coaches Association. Um, and yeah, so I'll be training people full time and really stepping into the role of just being more of an educator and a facilitator and then creating this alumni group of regenerative healers across the globe. I love that. And this is an example. I think you're an example of, of what happens when people really find their it. Like the reason, I believe there's a reason why we're here. Mm -hmm. And you, you found it and you're so comfortably in it. And that's why you're able to do so many different things with such grace. And, and um, I'm not going to say necessarily ease every day because I know that life, hashtag life happens, but I think it's really brilliant and it brings me such joy, A, to know women like you and B, to help promote and, you know, showcase the world of that individuals um, like, like that exist, you know, the media and the news will make you think that the world is going to hell and, you know, mm -hmm. everyone hates on, hating on each other. And I'm like, no, there's individuals out there who are pure love and, <laughs> and they're calibrating at that level. And it makes me so happy. So I can't thank you enough, A, for taking the time because I know you're going to Mexico <laughs> very soon. So I cannot thank you enough. And just for sharing your, your um, insights and your, your expertise. Now I want to know where people can find you, how to book a session with you, how can they get the training with you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So you can find me at www.wisewellness.net. Um, that's my website right now. Things are transforming and moving. Um, but wisewellness.net is where you can find me under courses. You can find information about my course. Uh, the January course is almost sold out, uh, but there will be two more courses booked out this year. And they are filling fast, um, which is such a blessing. So wisewellness.net is where you can find me. And if you want to learn more about our regenerative health community and kind of what we do and how we support, we actually have a Wellness Wednesday call every week. I'm always live um, hosting a free call on something regenerative health, whether it's um, autoimmune or infertility or IBD or something. So um, there's a lot of, uh, you can find me on YouTube at Wise Wellness, and you can come to any of those regenerative health calls. So I would say wisewellness.net and or follow me on Instagram at wisewellnesshealth. 
Okay, thank you. We're going to link all of those things <laughs> <laughs> in the text box, wherever you find this. Thank you so much. Uh, may, may people who need to hear this today hear it and may they come into contact with you and may they be healed for their own benefit and that of others. Thank you, Yasma. Thank it's you. so lovely to, to meet you and be with you and, and it's an honor to, to speak on your platform. So excited. That's it, folks. Until next time, take care of yourself and share some love. <laughs> Well, there you have it, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. It means the world. Please share with anyone that might find this useful and go ahead to all iTunes stations and please give us a five-star rating. So much love for you all. Please, please, please know that everything can be different. You're worthy. You're good enough. And let's up-level together.